Oh. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a, just a big, American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know, you know I'm talking about that phrase, trademark. <laughs> we back. Look, so the rule, EB's rule, keep it fresh. Uh, we had fire intro. Doesn't matter, though. It was. It was fire. EB's, I was going to try to recreate it. I said, nah, go with the EB rule. Keep it natural. Keep it platonic. Uh, look, it's Stacks, it's Flim. We uh, back. Real nonsense. Powered by the amazing broadcast Pro. We here. We got some gentlemen's jack on the table. Gentlemen's and, uh, jack. Barbecue was Not had the regular early. jack. Yeah, barbecue was had earlier. And it was good. It was good. Uh, had Toke over. Check out the Stacks Lowry podcast. Toke is on there. Right. Uh, made an appearance, man. We got yeah. to schedule some time for him. We got we to gotta get him on a structured show. Now that we're doing structured shows uh, with, with, with points and topics and outlines and everything, we got to get him on a structured program. Yeah. Uh, let him really go off. Yeah, he's natural, too. So that was, that was good. Uh, sometimes you get people on here and you're just like, man, you know. Say, they choke say up something. on it. Yeah. It, 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 so that that is refreshing. But, uh, yeah, the night was good. Um, we'll get into some stuff, man. Uh, we right fresh off the playoff games. Uh, playoff games just happened. Playoff games are still going on. Right, Trey Pelicans Young playing tonight. the Suns right now. Trey Young did what a star wants to do. We're going to start with Trey Young, but then I'm going to go ahead and tease these real quick, though. But I do want to start with Trey Young, his performance. And not even this year, his his take it, man, fuck it. I won't even tease the other stuff. We'll just get into it on the flow. Trey Young is is last year. I thought was the the maturation, and and this year I don't yeah, know. The, it, the, the book us, is yeah. getting written. He steps up in this time. Uh, I don't love the comments earlier that he made uh, when he did say that the uh, they were getting bored or whatever uh, during the regular season. I, I don't like when people say stuff like that, but neither here nor yeah. there. Neither here nor there. Uh, he does back it up. I, I'll say you watch a guy that does give 110%, um, and, and it's unorthodox, and he's changed the game, but he, it does come with a level of skill where you can depend on that guy making big shots. Uh, and that was just right. another case uh, tonight. And he had a tough game. He had like a tough game, but and through the stretch, yeah, he ended up hitting the game winner pretty much. Yeah, uh, honestly. Now, now Jimmy Butler came down on the other end. He had a chance to uh, take the go ahead bucket. It was strapping. Uh, it was good defense. And 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 uh, Butler couldn't knock it in. Butler could, yeah. And, and to your point, the shot was contested. Uh, yeah, it was well great contested. defense. Yeah, it was it was a tough shot. But uh, a tough two bucket. Two Trey Young's night. He did go six of fourteen. Uh, only two or six from three point. If you know he lives out there. Uh, eight turnover. I mean, eight eight assists. My apologies. And uh, twenty four points. Nobody six of fourteen really is not terrible. Yeah, Bog- not terrible. Bogdanovich. See, they they so have any help. On, yeah, yeah, they're so dependent on the jump shot. If Boyan's going off with uh, like he did tonight, he hit four of nine. That does help keep him in games. But they're so three point dependent. Uh, that's the part that scares me. Butler kind of had an off night. He was only eight of twenty on field goals. Oh man, one for, yeah, yeah, one for five from uh, three point ten rebounds though, eight assists. Um, Butler's help came from Tyler Hero, uh, twenty ten of twenty two, uh, four of eleven from three. Uh, so you know, Heat. I mean, this is one look. You don't you don't lose twice. Basically, you go in the locker room, you dust it off, you look at game four. You know, this game happened. It's one of those. Yeah. Uh, don't You can't lose twice, though. If you get in your own head, I think Spo is a good enough coach, too, where he won't let him get beat twice. Um, but that's what that's the danger of what happens, especially a danger with a guy like Trey Young. You start hearing the stuff. You, you start feeling kind of the vibe he brings, the energy. You, you let him sneak one out. Um, you know, you, this is kind of what you didn't want, though. This is really what you didn't want. You didn't want to give uh, Trey Young look like he had any life. So, uh 
I mean, he's he's been nothing but the truth, man. He's, he's an Iron Man too. I looked at his yeah, stats. Joker play, man. Yeah. It was it's probably one of the most balanced trades in NBA history in the sense of you know, young what each team got yeah. for Luca. Nah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, what each team got, and it's fine. In in their situations, Luca needs help too. But that joke, Jalen Brunson's been scoring, man. Yeah, he had forty one and thirty one respectively last two. Since Young's been in the league, he's averaged nineteen. These points nineteen twenty nine, twenty five twenty eight. He's on pace already at twenty five points per game. Forty four percent field goals, and the wild and crazy way he shoots the ball, you wouldn't even think that. Yeah, you ain't think forty-four percent. Yeah, from the yeah. field. This yeah. year, from the field, he shot forty-six percent. So, I mean, I guess it's crazy as some of the takes are. Uh, they're learning how to kind of bring them in. Shot 38 percent uh, from three, uh, but he's a high volume three. That's the other thing that that forty used to be that that good where you could kind of tell uh, with the volume of threes. Guys, I still take. like forty. I mean, yes, but I still like forty. The vo- forty is superstar if you're taking the volume nets. Kind of popular. Curry man. hovers around four. I like forty. He's, yeah, he's yeah superstar though. That's that's the that's. I like forty. <laughs> it ain't a lot of forty guys though. You're a knockdown shooter, bro. To have the title of knockdown shooter, let's I need forty percent. You can't Bradley be con- you can't be considered a knockdown shooter if you're not at least shooting forty per- at a forty percent clip. Hold on, let me see. That. To me, that's the threshold. I'm not saying you're a bad shooter. Up no, I know. It, but I mean, if you're a guy we consider knockdown. You got to be shooting that thing at a forty percent clip from three. That's knockdown shooting to me. Yeah, let's see. All right. That's uh, what I consider. I consider forty percent from three knockdown shooting. Beal gave you in he's his, in the thirties. He's not in the forties. Well, let's let's do uh, in his career. Oh, since twenty twelve, what twenty twenty one? Let's just call it ten years. Um, he shot thirty eight, forty, forty. So that's two thirty eight. 40, that's 3, 37, 35, 35. 30, the, when he took the volume up, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. yeah, once he became a volume shooter uh, from three. So, yeah. That's yeah, he, he shot himself out of elite territory uh, yeah. in a sense. But he took on more more of scoring because his scoring consequently, though, went up. He was scoring in more different He's ways. More. Yeah, 22, 25, 30, 31 uh, were his last points per game. He's a scorer. I wouldn't look at him as necessarily a knockdown shooter. He came into the league poised to be a knockdown shooter, and then is, he kind of turned into a scorer. Is Bradley Beal a two-way player? I don't know that his defense is necessarily noteworthy or amazing. What, what would you say? If you were a scout, you just scouted him. If I was a scout, I would just saying stacks. I, I'm, I'd give him the two. If I had to give him a two K label, it would just be offensive threat. It would be offensive threat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're coming back with. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah. Um, not two way guy. Not a three and D. He's an offensive threat. He's a pure offensive threat. <sighs> yes. Yeah. He's a threat to score at any time, and whatever he does on the other end, you got to deal with. We're not scared of his matchup. Uh, on the defense man. We're not No We're hoping he gives it back to him We're hoping he gives as good as he, a, good, a good night for us Is him giving as good as he's getting yeah. That's a good night for us okay. Yeah okay I can see that You know what I mean uh, But yeah Trey uh, But like I gotta say I'm a big I'm a Trey Young guy I'm not shitting on Trey I wasn't I'm, I'm a Trey Young guy um, I, He made me a fan uh, last year With the playoff run Yeah the way he has fun with it The city of New York And he, and he seems like everywhere he's going The way he riled up New York Yeah, yeah. He, New York basketball can't even do that with their own basketball. 
And, and here these guys. Yeah, New, yeah, New York can't even get their own fans that excited about their basketball. Yeah, so uh, with that said, yeah, I do agree with that. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they also played tonight. They took care of business against the fucking Chicago Bulls. There's a funny meme floating around with Giannis. Gave it to him. Atacumbo. Uh, uh, gave it to him, man. <laughs> What was that final score? Final score is Milwaukee Bucks, 111. Chicago Bulls, 81. So 30 points in the playoffs. With no uh, with no Middleton. And a must win. Vegas put the line at minus two and a half. They thought you guys... Were maybe a three point difference because you you know really needed it. And Chris Middleton was out. Yeah, he's out. With that MCL brought the line. Sprain. That brought the line back to you. They could have set the line safe at about eighteen and a half, and still wouldn't have got a sweat. That's ridiculous in a playoff game for for a six seed for for a team that hovered on the number one seed majority of the year to then just implode. Yeah. They got exposed, and and I and you can call it matchups to an extent, but you got four other games. If they figured you out in four games, I I don't know. I don't I, I don't believe in. That's why sweeps are so telling. That's why yeah. sweeps are on everybody. Sweeps yeah. not on always the players. Sweeps are on everybody. Nobody came up with a better game plan. Nobody came up with anything. That's four sweeps. games of fuck ups. Yeah. Everybody. Four games of back to back to back to back fuck ups. Everybody somehow they figured yeah. out how to top sweep down the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that 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 speaks to a to a whole slew of problems. Uh, like we were joking about earlier. Um, you know, great year for DeRozan, but in the scheme of it, what does it mean? He's been swept several times in his NBA career. Been swept several times. Um, that's not a good look. You know, nah. it's a fraternity, and you know, guys talk. <laughs> facts are facts. Yeah. When you hang up the shoes, when you unlace them, that's what that's what people point to. Well, what did he do? Championship time. That's why Chris Paul is still can hold his head high. Now, he granted injuries, and 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 Paul Paul was bitten by the injury bug. The sports yeah. gods were not favorable to Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he can hold his head high. It always goes with him. He he kept many franchises comp- competing. Yeah, uh, and you weren't sweeping Chris Paul. Maybe I have to say he's never been swept, but I, I'll just say he's he's more competitive to me than DeRozan. I just feel like when DeRozan gets to the dance, he's figured out. Teams are just like, all right, well, we're playing four on five. For some reason, if you're the alpha on these teams, yeah, I mean, who's to take the weight? LeBron takes the weight. Durant yeah. takes the weight. Curry takes the weight yeah. the, the top dogs to me So I got to I'm being fair And I know it feels unfair to him But I gotta be fair I need to be fair to him And I'm ragging on him And get off him But I mean what was that man You're you, talk, you wanna talk about What was that nigga What was Durant doing But You talking about what was that Between Durant I, I look at that game And I saw Steve Nash does not know what the fuck he is doing. Yeah, he's a slap in the face to every coach that grinds. He has no idea what he's doing. Bro. I was like, well, everybody watching that second half knew, like, bro, 
You needed to call a timeout. You needed to bench Durant for a, for a spell. Let him get his bearings or something. Run the offense through. Do something. Call some type of play. And instead, I just watched Kevin Durant go out there, just brick shot after shot uh, in clutch moments. And while I was watching that, the whole time I was watching that, all I could think was, I don't ever believe people tried to sell me that this guy was ever the best player in the NBA while one LeBron James had been playing basketball. Because I've watched him single-handedly run through teams with cast equal or worse to what Durant has now. I'm just, I just call him, you would never see LeBron like that. What I saw from Durant in that game, uh, I just don't feel like I'd ever see from LeBron, <coughs> even with that terrible coaching. Because I've seen LeBron with terrible coaching. We saw it when he played against the Orlando Magic. And you remember the end of those those playoffs, the end of them, every in every game, the strategy was to give LeBron the ball top court and clear court. And he'd take on he fucking Tabo Cephalosha or Hito Turgaloo, whoever the hell they had at the time, or, and driving there to Dwight Howard. And it was for a while, it was working. He was scoring on them niggas until they basically figured out it was one on four, and they just triple teamed him at the rim. Like, yeah, he's going to blow. Whatever asshole gets unlucky to draw him at the top key, you might, you might get blown by. But Dwight Howard's at the rim. We got help. Like, they can't win like this. You know what's funny, you breaking that down, that, and, that's, and that's, that, that opened my mind. He might have been, like, the idea behind the NBA uh, uh, 2K Superstar experience. Because that's literally, you just come on this bum-ass team, and you're the only fucking lifeline. You're the only Your scoring is the only thing that's going to keep him afloat. You're, you're yeah. having 50-point games, and it's okay because everyone else is ass. <laughs> he was the only guy in the league I, that could do I remember that. the announcer but, calling This is a 22 year old And they're giving him the ball Top court and clearing court yeah, And, he's and the, announcer, the announcer's like Dude you can't win Like he's, he's exhausted yeah. yeah They're like he is He's literally played a full game of basketball And now he's playing one on one With the Orlando Magic yeah. Like <laughs> This is yeah. exhausting but, but back to Durant um, Yeah Yeah I mean I, I feel you he, he, and I say that yeah, Durant turns it with, with another Hall of Famer next to you. This is the performance you turn in. You guys turn in collectively. Like well, that's just unacceptable. Well, my thing with him too is to be in the waiting to be the best player in the world, quote unquote. Uh, it, it's more to your point that for him to let now that to be honest, Giannis probably pass him at that. Um, Giannis definitely passed him in my book, and that's the thing. That kind of speaks more to. I mean, Giannis, Giannis, yeah, yeah. Giannis may have one ring to his three, but Giannis drove the car. You know, all you'll, Durant's wing. You'll remember Giannis's ring. Giannis yeah. is one of those. Rings. I forget Durant has two rings. NBA <laughs> Hardwood Classic. You're going back. The dude joined the '72 win team. Those you forget about the Durant rings. Yes. Every they time, every time people bring up he has two rings and two MVPs, I'd be like, "Dog, they went to the finals twice." They don't impact. Like, NBA I, I totally forget. I totally forgot they went twice. Giannis brought a title back thirty years later. Well, no, could have been forty. Hold on, they last won in seventy one, eighty one, ninety one, two thousand one. Uh, oh, that was fifty years. Man, that's what I'm saying. On a, on a team, on a team, run. on team in which he's the only future Hall of Famer. An iconic run. He's the only future Hall of Famer on this squad. And you watched him put that team on his back. There's nobody else here. 
think he like blew a knee in one game. Yeah, he yeah. like did. He probably, was Iron Man. Or yeah. yeah. No, no, you know what I mean. You remember that run? Yeah. You remember championship runs like that? though Yeah, it was. Yeah, in which he was just dominant. He just, he just showed you what domination was. Yeah. I'm just not going to be denied. Yeah. I'll tell I'm, August about that. Run. Yeah. I'm going to have I'm this gonna, win. I'm not going to tell him about the Durant. Yeah. He'll about to come to me like Kevin I'm winning Durant. my I'm winning my first ring, man. Kevin like, Durant won two rings. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. played on the fucking uh, uh, the Warriors. He joined up with Steph. He rode yeah, the Steph yeah, Curry wagon yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he rode the Steph train, man. They was Stop. good. They was good before him, and they were good after him. Like, oh yeah. When Giannis don't fucking play, that team is not even above five hundred. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. You left a team that's good without you, and now you're on a team that's struggling. James Harden didn't want any part of. He bailed out. But, I mean, James Harden's a whole other thing of his own. Look at that. That guy fouling out. Fouling out in big games. Like Kevin's a product of AAU ball. And I'll say this, and I'll be first. I'm glad we do a sports show. AAU ball is making kids soft. Foreigners, not foreigners in a bad way. I didn't mean to say it that way. But foreign-born people have seemingly a hunger that is attractive. And the game wants to be more global anyway. I'm not saying the NBA isn't on purpose finding players that are from a global background. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's coincidence too. And I think Kevin Durant is one of the if you really look at it sports psychology wise, the dude is a product of more of that 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 coddling, that that best player, Texas one and done. You know you're going, man. Combine, whatever. You know, two bench press, whatever. He was a product of just always getting that pass and you see a hunger like Giannis. Uh, a nigga late drafted just got to get good, nigga. Yeah. Like, I, I got to make it in this fucking league. Right, and, I'm going to get mine. Yeah, Giannis kind of got a superstar, uh, NBA 2K superstar. 2K Life, yeah, like, yeah. 2K is a great game. It is. It rivals GTA in a lot of ways. Because it, it's the only thing that can give you an experience of like, damn. It's the closest thing my, my monkey ass will ever be. Right. I wish they I, I wish they would fucking stop playing and take it up a notch, man. Let you get like houses and cars and shit or something like you're gonna make me run around that stupid ass city. Yeah. Let me get let me get a fucking house or something. That part's nubs. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're running around is nubs. I'm not a fan of the running around part, man. But yeah. that is yeah, but I watched LeBron do it though, man. But that's and it didn't work. I don't believe that. And they didn't win a championship. Yeah, even <laughs> and my, they they did not win a championship because even, you can't win basketball like that. Even the great Michael Jordan did. You know, the fifty-one point games and sit your ass down. Larry Bird sitting his ass down early on. Uh, yeah, yeah, sixty points just to yeah. lose. Yeah. yeah, see you later, Mike. That was amazing. <laughs> Have fun watching this. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean he showed you. One man can't fucking do it, man. You need some fucking some niggas that can hoop, man. <laughs> you need some niggas that can take 12 good fucking shots and you're going to give them about maybe 17, 18. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he just coach is supposed to try and chop it up, try to help him out there, man. Scheme him up, get him some easy shots, something, man. Yeah. Coach coaching's been at a minimum in these playoffs for some of these teams like the Timberwolves, man. Watching that, Chuck was lighting the Timberwolves up over this shit. But it was funny because when I was watching the Timberwolves game, I said the same thing. I was like, man, when it, it said it said um, it said the Grizzlies were on a twenty-one and zero run, and I was like, quarter. I was like, a twenty-one and zero run in the fo- he didn't call a timeout in the fourth quarter. I was like, you didn't call a time. You let twenty-one points get scored unanswered, and you didn't call a timeout. I think the final run was like twenty-six four or something. Yeah, I was like, you didn't yeah. call a timeout. 
the, I mean, who's coaching these kids? Wolves were up by max 26 in the game. What JV in, type of coach is this JV coach, man? In, entered the fourth. Uh, entered the fourth quarter up by 21. And then, therefore, uh, therefore, after, proceeded to lose the game by the score of 104 to 95 by nine points. You can't believe it. Imagine betting that line. You shit your pants. You went to bed thinking your fucking bet got blown out. God damn, if they didn't come back, cover, and do some more shit. In the fourth quarter, in one right. quarter. In one fucking, I, I was watching they it, blew, bro. Blew the doors I was, off. I was watching. I was like, dog. It happened in like three minutes flat, bro. Blew the fucking doors. Yeah, I, I like blinked. I was like, dog, these niggas have literally just been getting stops and scores nonstop for like the last five possessions. <laughs> the last five possessions have been a stop, score, a stop, score, a miss, score, a miss, stop, miss, stop. Now, I was like, this nigga didn't get no timeout. Now, the, these niggas, as far as the Wolves, I don't know if they can help getting beat twice mentally. I don't know if you come back from that. This one it just breaks the team up, yo. You're pissed. That one is rough. Yeah. You don't get you. you yeah, everyone your says star, you your star on. player. Your star players in press conferences talk yeah, about. I drink. I drink wine, and uh, you know, you just move on. Whatever. Next question. Or whatever. I was like, this guy is. No, you can't hold like, people accountable. He, he had eight, we all. He can't hold people accountable. He had eight points. But that's what I'm saying. He had eight points and five board. Like, what is he? What was he even doing? I gotta shoot better. I gotta shoot more. You had eight points in a home playoff game. Man, they need some leadership. Cause they do. They do. It's like, a circus over there. It looks like no leadership. And everyone's going to tell you, no, just go home. You know, forget about it. Move on. You can't. Mentally, you cannot. Eight and, eats with you. He went 8-5 and five in a home playoff yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. It's like losing a lottery ticket. Everyone tells you, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it, man. It's like, it's like having a lottery ticket. It's never going to be all right. It's like having a lottery ticket in your fucking jeans, and you washed them. <laughs> That'll live with you forever. That'll live with you forever. <laughs> the Mega Millions. <laughs> That'll live with your ass forever. But that's the same thing. They'll always remember that game. They'll always remember that time. Like, yeah, but that game fucking two. Nah, that game fucking three. We blew that 21-point fucking lead right. in the four. We got our asses whooped. We fucked off on that. That's the worst of whooping. But I, but I say it's going to be hard for them to come back. It was With no apparent leader to me. On paper, it looks like um, Russell. But it's supposed to be cat as far as the money goes. So I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Russell takes the shots apparently, and cat gets paid. I, I guess that's the. I guess that's the dynamic of the wolves. I don't know. I Russell don't know. takes the shots. I don't. Cat gets paid. I, I don't keep up. I don't keep up enough with with, with Minnesota basketball, but uh, that puzzles me. Anyway, keep it rolling. Uh, get the brooms out in Golden State. Uh, go ahead and get the brooms out, man. I will say that about Golden State, though. I feel like um, I feel like Jokic did expose an interesting weakness in that team moving forward, in the sense that uh, he he's been able to keep them in it. They 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 have no answer for what he's doing in the paint. You know, mm. they have no answer for his scoring. And uh, you know, should they see the likes of a Joel Embiid or somebody in in, in the finals, you know, oh, that'd be something to watch. I feel like because jo- I mean that last game when they slowed it down in the half court, they had no answer for Joker. They had no a, answer in the half court. For that's him. a sneaky good matchup because you're basically what you would have with Philly is is Embiid almost forcing them to play less of the small ball. Yeah, 
They can't and play pool clay. It's gonna be hard to play pool clay and uh, the other Joker. Well, you'll have Harden with his limp, and then you'll have uh, Curry with shooting. See, they gave up, but they still have Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, yeah, yeah. Danny Green, because that's the only thing to counter the guards to me is limp. Like if you if you got at least some limp. Guys that, that can get yeah, yeah stretch and kind of contest because it's a tough yeah mm-hmm. if you if you want to match guard and you, your guards can't go with their guards. make the shots but that's they what got, they were doing they, they were three all stars man I was watching the end of that <laughs> shit though they were strapping them niggas up they couldn't buy a bucket for a couple minutes but they were strapping them niggas up yeah it's one of them things where it, it's hot when it's hot but when it's not you know yeah okay it's, it's icy. Because well, they, yeah. they couldn't buy a bucket. You got Draymond Green wide the fuck open, looking to force forcing passes and causing turnovers because he's not a score because he can't score the ball. I was gonna say that like, they almost yeah. have to negate. That's the scarier part. It, gets, about that it got to a point where the, it got to the point where the only people that were scoring that could score uh, were Clay and uh, Steph, and he just, and they're just strapping him, and he's just you, trying to force them the ball. You know who weirdly really popping that offense? Chris Bosh. For for all the, the jokes about Bosch, oh yeah, defense was great. Oh, De- yeah. Now he's, he doesn't have Draymond defense, but gave you solid defense. Could stretch the floor too with him. Uh, rebound, same stuff Draymond's doing. Yeah, that's the thing. You're getting yeah. no scoring from Draymond. Imagine that offense. If Draymond, you can get, the, yeah, if you can get some offensive production, put the from ball Draymond. in the cup. Yeah, I was. I saw so many moments where he was wide open, and he's not even looking. He's looking to force the ball to somebody. I'm like, bro, you're wide open. Take a jump shot. <laughs> I'm like, you're wide the fuck open. Take a jump shot. Nothing's more apparent, especially even when you play pickup with the guy you pass the ball, and he is instantly looking for an outlet. Literally. Steph is running up back and forth, and he's looking to force it between two or three people. I'm like, bro, you are wide open. Pull the jump shot. I've been that guy. I've had niggas yelling at me that don't know me. Put the ball on the floor. (laughs) Dribble up. (laughs) And, like, literally, you just hear it. You just hear it. Put it on the fucking deck, man. What are you doing? You can dribble. (laughs) You catch that shit, and you're looking to get rid of it instantly. That was me, man. I told you about them horror stories at LA Fitness. Them niggas, them niggas hoop me off the fucking court, man. He said the niggas hoop me. <laughs> I never look. I I was intentionally. Now I don't know if NBA players, you're professional, you should never do this. But me, I was hoping we lost the game. Now, I wasn't sabotaging the game. I just didn't want to. You just didn't want to did run again. Wanna, I did not want to run again. Oh, that was the worst. I did not want to run again, bro. I did not want to run again. I mean, those niggas was running circles around. You could tell these were like, like, like community college niggas. Hey, Duncan. Yeah, at some point, played some ball. I mean, these niggas took this shit serious, man. Like, they took this shit serious, man. That niggas said, dribble the ball, man. (laughs) You can dribble. Nah, I'm telling you, man. I got. Use the distributor, nigga. Use use Draymond. Use playing defense and looking to pass. That's all I was good at, though. That's funny. That's, That's funny about the game, though. No matter what you can do, man. That's why people kind of get mad. They're like, you sure ask to play some fucking defense. <laughs> no, that's the like, funny part. Even whether you're man, woman, hey, doesn't that's why, matter. When we was at the fucking little, <laughs> when we was playing pickup at elementary school, that's why I used to pick Scoob up, bro. Uh, that, nigga, that nigga was a strapper. But <laughs> <laughs> you need that yeah, on the team. Nigga, that nigga was a strapper. You need a nigga that's going to get about two turnovers, three turnovers. <laughs> yeah. He's known for he's known for he's known for strapping and pump fakes. He was, he was a pump faking ass because he ain't had no money, so he pump. He, you just 
you always want splattery shit because Paul, Paul he, Pierce, your ass. He's strapping you on defense, and he's got the ball on offense, and you know he can't jump. So, like, when you when you see he feels like he's open, you literally just want to send this shit to Kingdom Come, and he does a pump fake. That's, and you just, you literally just, I can't tell you how many times I've been on. I knew the pump fakes, he's known for the pump fake. I know the pump fake's coming, but I'm just so, I'm just chomping at the bit to block his shot, especially if there were people there. I just literally fly, I just, and I just soar right over him, and he just. That easy two points. <laughs> that's, that's that Luka Doncic kind of game flow too, because he has like this lolly kind of game. But no, that was fun. You, you feel did. like this is going to be it? Like he's going to? He? Yeah. I caught him slipping. He's going to put the shot up this time, and I'm going to fucking send it. And it's just he it just never did. It was just always. I mean, he almost man. He almost hurt this nigga off the. This nigga jumped so high and fell front like literally front for frontward over him face first. He's like, damn, man. He's like, niggas be chomping at the bit to block your shot, dog. What you just did, I think, uh, is a fun topic I've been wanting to have. Uh, and, all right, fun way to try to spin it. All right, so I have this theory that GMing is nothing but that. It's just literally trusting your eyes. You know Scoob's game in and out, left and right, just because you saw it every day. You play with it on the court. You know what it looks like. Mm. Uh, and, and I was thinking about that as soon as you said that. I, I, like DeMarcus off the top of my head. Like, I know I could if, if I had to literally scout him, I literally write right here, like, all right, guys, well, here's what we're working with. We're looking at a mid-range shooter, uh, only going to take the layup if it's wide. Mm. Um not necessarily fast, but a little cagey. Might try to come off screens, things like that. But I yeah, literally you know, know the tendencies. Of, that's you the know thing. the tendencies. Yeah. I, think I know people, your tendencies. I think people overcomplicate scouting. Because uh, just think, if you could do that with your friends, if you could do that, imagine now getting paid, I guess – I mean, granted, we played like game and game and game and game with them. But yeah, I'd say yeah, you, you were playing together. But if, but if you gave me a sheet of of, well, maybe not. Yeah, I guess it's a little tougher. Yeah, you're playing together. I know yeah. your game because I'm out here experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm harmonizing my game. You're on my team. I have to harmonize with your game. I'm familiar with it. I'm not necessarily looking. Or I'm not in the back watching it. I'm playing with it. Yeah. So I know. I know what. I know what you're going to do. There's a I know you're going to strap. I know you you know what I mean? I know yeah. your tendencies. You can never recreate that. You're right about that. Either playing against you, someone or the, the perfect way to scout somebody is to play against them. Play yeah, against them and with them. them. Yeah, yeah, and with them, yeah. Or That's with them. yeah, play against them or with them. Either way you're going to know. That's true. Playing against Scoob, you learn how he play. Yeah, you can learn somebody's game playing with them or against them. Yeah. But that's the best way. It's you know, scouting is always going to be secondhand. There's nothing better than being I, on the court with the person. It's like, oh yeah, I can feel how you I, play. I know this nigga named Jonathan Hines. We used to nickname him Steven Davis because he would come. <laughs> That's trucking. a whole fucking other name. <laughs> he would come trucking through the lane like a fucking running back. Oh, like, he's a football know, the, player. Yeah, the old skins back. We used to call his name Steven. Did he Davis. play football? Uh no, uh, he was just this big. I'm about to say football niggas used to always do that. Niggas, football yeah. niggas always trying to truck you on the basketball court. He, he, he had a football frame though. I mean, like, that's was, a foul, nigga. <laughs> I mean, he was the offensive that's foul a, in this game. Right. I mean, that's Jesus. a charge, nigga. I, he may be one of the first people to ever catch a flagrant on offense. <laughs> <laughs> Flagrant one on the offensive player. <laughs> yeah, the ball. Nuts. Right, that was fucking nuts. That's fucking crazy. But no, yeah, I, I think you're yeah. barreling in here with ill fucking intent. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah, I don't know. Scout. I think people overcomplicate scouting. I think just trust your eyes. Like you know, a guy can play when you. Yeah, see the eye test usually is right. Yeah, you mean basketball. Now, basketball's a little tougher now only because we're scouting these niggas as kids. I'm telling you, if you showed me 23 yeah. year old niggas. 
you're like, okay, he's not getting any fucking taller, man. And if he works out more, you'll get more out of his speed and all that. But this is him. Yeah, he, this is what you're getting. He can tune himself yeah. up. Yeah. I tell you, if I want to put eight million dollars into him or not, I promise you that. Yeah, yeah, at twenty, yeah, at yeah. twenty. But you at, don't get at, that. At, it's fifteen, sixteen. I don't know what you're going to be. Yeah, and and you got to play that game. He, he doesn't fuck up moving up. Doesn't yeah, move. yeah. Then there's that. Are you are you, are you a fucking lunchbox like? <laughs> It's so much going on these days, man. And then that, that AAU circuit, like your brother was talking about, sounds like a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah, it almost makes you want a kid that doesn't fucking play nah. sports. I mean, it, it keeps you away from wanting to play high-level competitive sports. It really does. Or getting there with one of them sharks. Or laying bad with the devil, man. You know, you got a choice. There is some guy out there with a, with a, with a you know, old Chevy Tahoe. Will in the front this nigga through AAU, but he'll want something. You know, he'll want something. Yeah, whether it's some booster money from college or God, God forbid, he make the pros, <laughs> and he always got something over you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a booster, but I'll still fucking rat you out. I don't care. I'll still sell this shit to ESPN. Man. I'll still rat you out. I don't care. Yeah, man. That's what they did. Uh, I saw the documentary they did on the dude uh, headache. Headache Williams. He was the dude he played for the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils. So the nigga name's Headache Williams. I <laughs> know, man. There's a fucking name. The nicknames back then. He was like in the 90s, man. But this dude was cooking. I mean, cooking in the Pac-12. He came out the same draft as uh, Steve Nash and some other niggas, like whoever them niggas were. But anyway, he was cooking in the Pac-12, but he got involved. He was the dude that got involved in uh, point shaving. He was college point shaving. Point shaving. Yeah, he was point shaving in college. So he had hooked up with this dude who was gambling out Vegas. The guy would um, it's, it's so funny. The guy was making money hand over fist. He was giving headache and his man twenty thousand a game. So if they fixed the game, they got twenty thousand. Uh, I want maybe ten to be honest. I want the twenty man. I'll just say twenty. But anyway, I'll say twenty, but I think it was ten. But anyway, so let's say twenty. Um, they would get twenty bands to fix a game. Uh, by fixing the game, he was betting on the line. So the line would, let's say, because they were good, they would, let's say, be seven. Uh, he would tell Headache that the line was lower than that just to give himself some cushion. So mm-hmm. he would call Headache on his payphone, they said, and he would pick up. He would say just the number, three. Headache would know, like, okay, I either got to make the game land on three or whatever. Headache was making basically the games land, though. They did, like, four or five games. Long story short, he was landing the games on the number it had to be. The final score, 196, 193, mm. 105, 10, you know, 102, whatever the number had to be. But anyway, uh, long story like short. Like what, scoring and or not scoring? Uh, right. So he, he, by being the point guard, he was dictating pace and all that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Long story short, the guy, they got greedy, of course. The money, that's why I was so fucked up when you looked at like, damn, that's all headache got, yo. He was giving them 20000 a game. Like I said, it was four or five times. Mm. The guy, though, the first time they went in there and gambled 500000 they turned that to $1.2 He went back each time. He was literally putting everything that was one back on it. Right. So he went to took the $1.2. That flipped to like three-something. Then he took the, the three-something, and that flipped to like whatever. So but when they got the game four, and this reminds you back in the 90s, like early After, 90s, after you flipped the 1.5. It was hot. It should have been, yeah. And the 1.5 flip was hot. He said that, too. He was like, because you couldn't. Trying 1.5 in there is hot. Well, you couldn't gamble anything more than uh, $10,000 back then without signing a waiver. So he was literally had to. 
go into each casino and gamble nine hundred nine. I mean nine thousand nine hundred dollars on each place. So he had to launder it that way too. So, but long story short, he was getting it off. Uh, the F, this is the game that got him busted. Uh, the FBI had uh, came up to one came to one of the games, and the coach came in the locker room. And they said at halftime and said, "I don't know who's doing it, but the FBI says they think some some funny business been going on with the games. If you're doing it, you need to tell me now." Said so that's what the head coach said. Headache said he went out there, man. He said I blew them niggas out because I ain't want to think nothing was going on with me. So that nigga said he purposely lost the game. Uh, I mean, not I mean purposely won the game, but like just blew it out and tried to. But it was already done. Uh, it was already fun. That that dumb nigga was with the twenty. He was both are dumb, but it's funnier like when you're dumb and you're smart. Yeah, it's funnier when you're dumb, but you take better chances. Because both were yeah. dumb. The Vegas dude was dumb, and but at least he was getting like really really paid. Yeah, he just Hed- got super greedy. Headache was dumb and talking about he was when you made one point five after you double one point five. You should have been like, oh, whoa. yeah. First of all, <laughs> I, did I did something illegal. They and yeah. they, they all ended up doing jail time. Uh, headache did a year. Headache did fifteen months. Uh, the dude did like twenty two months. Um, I showed you white privilege too. Right, um, right. This man made were their assets seized? Like, did he do twenty two months and he's coming back mm-hmm. to being a millionaire? Like, he looked pretty normal once the doc was out. So I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he still has money. Right. Yeah. Like he yeah. hit some of that. He didn't. He didn't lose that money. Yeah. But anyway, that, that to me was a fun sports story where. Uh, yeah, man. No matter who, people gonna get a piece of you, man. Whether you can play, somebody gonna get a piece of you. So, yeah, uh, good old piece of pie. But nah, tonight was fun, man. Uh, yeah, man. Fun sports story, and I will lead this uh, on some real nonsense. This is not real nonsense, actually. Uh, what I'm about to say, and uh, you know, and I do have a real nonsense. Uh, this, all right. So, this story is actually this story is pretty heavy. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the uh, It was like a kid Long story short It was a 8 year old driving It was like some rural Texas country place uh, And they ended up hitting this bus Full of golfers And just totally killing them all Jesus. The dad was in the car with the 8 year old uh, And they died too um, But I get it. Like, I get it's rural road, and I get that might be your practice, and I get, you know, it's different, and, and you know, wherever you are, south, north, midwest, you know, it's this country all over. That's been Ohio. It's country-ass motherfuckers in Ohio, so. But I get your thinking is sometimes different, but goddamn, man, an eight-year-old, an eight-year-old driving a car. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. An eight-year-old driving a car. Yeah. Come on now. What the fuck are you doing? Come on now. That, that ain't real nonsense. Uh, I've never heard it. Uh, I just thought that was not, I mean, yeah, those, nuts. I mean, those <laughs> kids were there playing golf. Um, you know, just leaving the course. Gross negligence. Man. I mean, I'm coming after that family. I'm coming after anybody. everything they fucking got. But again, that that was to your, your point earlier on the Stacks Lowry, man. When, when how much is someone else's fault? Yeah. Now turning into that's the brutal, and that's my dad's worst fear. My yeah. dad's worst fear is that when he's dead and gone, me and Aaron will just fuck up so much and just lose all his shit. 
<laughs> he sleeps up at night. Probably was keeping him on. Keeps him up at night. Keeping him on this side of the dirt, man. It's because he just doesn't want me and Aaron to fuck off everything he's worked for for his whole fucking life. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like an irrational fear because it's yeah. like I mean, whatever the hell happens, it won't concern you. I can look mm. in his eyes when he's showing us stuff and just seeing the unease. He's like, well. These where we keep the guns. <laughs> Got about thirty eight hundred dollars worth of guns in here. <laughs> yeah, he starts racking off numbers like actual figures and shit. You know, this that new water cooler I put in. <laughs> Y'all won't have to worry about a water uh, furnace pump, whatever them shits is. Y'all won't have to worry about that for a while, for some years. Now you can just see uh, the fear, man. Right. <laughs> Here's the code. Here's the new shit I bought. Yeah. My fucking hard-earned money. But it's a harsh reality, man. This dude's got to walk. Yeah, you're not going to be here forever. Yeah, you basically got to walk through life and be like, well, look, my days are fucking numbered, man. It's <laughs> the code to this. <laughs> pretty much all your shit now. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck my shit up, nigga. <laughs> Please treat Please it with some respect. respect and dignity, my yeah, nigga. like I mean, it served Jesus, me well. Jesus this has Christ. been very important stuff to me. I hope it can at least be <laughs> somewhat <laughs> important to you. Bimbos <laughs> on my fucking bed. <laughs> You're just disrespecting my shit. Take all the pictures of me there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what kids gonna do. Realistically, man. <laughs> They're either going to fucking completely turn your house or something different, or they're going to sell your house. I mean, those are two options. They're going to sell your shit, or they're going to turn it into something you don't recognize. Uh, that's his worst fear, man. I swear, man, it keeps his ass up. But anyway, good show. Uh, we'll be back at you. Yeah, man, we got a lot to mix down. Oh yeah. The function and I'm fried. It's a strive, it's not a drive. When they open wide, it's a ride.